Welcome to the Pastor's Voice. I am Rule Sample, and I am talking to pastors and church leaders about the current issues of the day that are impacting their ministries and the people they serve. Today I finish up my conversation with Steve Bradford, Director of Operations at the Legacy Coalition, a ministry dedicated to connecting grandparents with their grandchildren to make disciples for Jesus Christ. We talk about how we can reinforce this generational link in our local churches and the various strategies grandparents can use when faced with resistance to the gospel from their own children. Who do you get more resistance from when you set up these ministries and churches? When we talk about this generational link, are, are grandparents embracing this? Are, are the children embracing this? Are, are, is the church saying, oh, we need, we need younger people to do all this? How are you reinforcing this generational link in churches? What we find is that that pastors and church workers generally get it. You know, they one of their their goals and desires is to see younger families and even kids impacted and reached with the gospel. And uh, grandparents are a natural way to do that. So we don't see too much resistance from pastors, other than that they are so busy at this season. You know, a lot of them will say, "Hey, you guys are right. We need to do this." And let's pray for a lay leader within the church to step up and, and do this. Um, grandparents, a lot of times, will kind of get it, but they say, hey, I'm a good grandparent. You know, it's not that hard. And uh, I see my grandkids. I take them to school. I do all this, uh, all the activities with them. I have a great relationship with them. And we say that's great. And that's a very great thing to do. But there's more. You want to be intentional about passing along that faith. And then there's just the opportunity for grandparents to, um, to understand how culture has changed so much, you know, since we were growing up. And uh, it, it's difficult sometimes for grandparents to um, understand really what their grandkids are going through as they face uh, gender issues in their schools and then talk to their grandparents about it. But uh, grandparents have a lot of wisdom and a lot of openness, and, and prayer is the key thing. You said that our culture is changing, and it's it's changing amazingly, in, in probably not good ways, but people don't change. And mm -hmm. grandparents bring a perspective that is tempered by years. Yes, exactly. Uh, yep. their kids, Because our, 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 our kids right now, the, what they're facing in schools, I, I would not want to go to high school again if you paid me. Yeah. Oh, I know. It's, it's scary. And it's, it's sobering to talk to uh, grandkids. And we hear, uh, you know, hey, my granddaughter came home from school today, and uh, one of the girls in her class is now a boy. And what's up with that? And, uh, you know, there's uh, restroom issues and gender, and they are just facing so much. And it's so prevalent on TV and uh, just in culture around us that we as grandparents really need to be wise in order to guide them through this. And I would imagine that grandparents also provide a buffer for kids that they can talk to their grandkids about things that if the kids went directly to their parents, their parents might go ballistic, but the grandparents can uh, say, well, let's, let's, let's do this together. We'll do, we'll do it that way. Is, is that part of your ministry? Exactly. Rule. Yeah. And 
I don't know if that was your experience, but it sounds like you've, you had a godly grandmother as well. That, uh, uh, grandma, sa- grandma sample is up there in heaven organizing things. So yes, she's, <laughs> she's doing very, very well. Uh, Steve, I try not to talk about COVID because everybody's done about talking about COVID, but the last two years certainly have had an impact on the relationships between grandparents and their grandchildren, or maybe I'm wrong. Uh, what will be the long-term impact of all this? You know, I think really rule it's a positive impact for the most part, although we lost what 18 months of some of that relational contact in some cases, it really gave grandparents an opportunity to learn zoom and FaceTime and, um, there are some apps um, on, on their phones now where they can uh, communicate with their, their grandkids directly. So it gave grandparents an opportunity to use and learn technology for better communication tools. And, uh, you know, one of the things that's changed over the last years is, I think you and I were talking before, that it used to be that you lived near your grandparents, you saw them, but now with the transient society, it's... Uh, probably the normal now to have grandkids that are states away. And so when you want to be intentional with grandkids who uh, are a plane ride, you've got to figure out other things other than just seeing them two or three times a year. You've got to be able to use FaceTime or uh, pick up the phone or some of these other apps that can keep that relationship going. So I think long-term it'll be a a positive, but uh, it certainly was a difficult 18 months. What are grandparents wrestling with today? What are what are the issues that are heavy on their heart that they that they're going to their knees in prayer that is making them weep as they talk to you or talk to their pastors? Mm, good question. Uh, I think really the main one is just for the salvation of our grandkids still, I and mean, that uh, that'll probably never change as uh, our grandkids grow up as they go through the high school years as they face these things which oftentimes you can't protect them from. Now, you really need to go to your knees and pray for them. The other thing we're seeing rule that's uh, just tragic is so many grandparents raising their grandkids now um, because of sometimes drug use, uh, divorce, and uh, parents kind of get stuck. They thought, here, I'm going to retire. And all of a sudden they're faced with raising another two or three kids in their home and sometimes putting off that retirement so they can support them financially. And the other area is really um, the son or the daughter who says to their parent, uh, the grandparent, um, hey, you can see my grandson, my granddaughter, but uh, you don't talk to them about God. You know, that's a decision that uh, we want them to make at some later date, but don't bring it up in the house or you can't see him again. Now, how do you how do you train your grandparents to deal with that? Uh, that's difficult. We we teach them first of all to pray and to um, you know that God is in control of people's hearts. Pray for your uh, adult children and just for their openness and uh, be ready for those opportunities. And you know if um, if your kids were to say to you, "I don't want you to bring up God when they're visiting, or you won't be able to see him anymore." There's still strategies that you can do. And this is what we talk about in some of our seminars. Uh, You can put verses on the wall. Uh, When you sit down for a meal, if uh, you can't pray out loud because that's forbidden, you you as a grandparent can still bow your head and say a silent prayer. Um, You can, uh, 
you know, just use those intentional things during the day, not to necessarily evangelize, <clears throat> but just to talk about or uh, to, to show your grandkids that you are a Christian. And eventually, as they get older, that'll that'll come out. They'll have questions. Grandma, why are why do you close your eyes before you eat? Or, uh, you know, what does that verse on your wall mean? Or, or what is that? Where do I find that? You know, why do you have these uh, picture books here? And uh, what's this big boat? And what's the story there? So there are ways that you can do that. Just even the fact of sitting down and having dinner is probably a powerful avenue in itself. Yeah, exactly. I think you had said it before. The key thing is just to keep that relationship open. And as a grandparent, oftentimes you have the best opportunity to do that. I also like your emphasis on prayer is that we often think, well, we got to go do something. We got to go do something. But even uh, the relationship between grandparents and grandkids, the first thing is prayer. Uh, th- this is an action of God. This is not an action of ourselves. This is this is saying, God, you've got this. Yes, exactly. Yep. And sometimes that's the hardest thing, isn't it? I mean, it's it's easy to pray, but it's hard to just wait and be still. Especially for especially for we as Americans, we we love being active. We like being uh, 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 out there doing something, and it's really tough, no matter what age you are, uh, to just sit back and pray. Yeah, and I tell you, it, it's it's tough for grandparents as well. And uh, you and I have both known people that, as they age, they get that sense of urgency that my life is short. I've got to do something. I've got to make it count. You don't ever retire, and. Uh, so even though there's a lot of wisdom, we still have to keep reminding ourselves that God has this and be patient. What is your message for the family of Christ today? What do you want to tell people who are listening to this podcast? I would say that it's really, uh, if you're a grandparent, and uh, God willing, most of us will be at some point, um, have a strategy to be intentional about passing along your faith. Tell them the stories of uh, how you came to know Christ and different times that you've seen God work in your lives. Make it, make it very intentional. Make it very active. Plan times uh, around meal times or family vacations when you can uh, pass along some of those things that you've learned. And uh, above all, don't um, don't panic. Just leave it up to God to uh, you know to act in your grandchildren's lives and. Uh, have partner with uh, grandparents in the local church, support each other. Um, this is how my wife and I uh, started a grandparenting ministry here. We just started with inviting grandparents over for prayer. And we made a list of our grandkids. And about once every two weeks, we get together and just kind of talk about what are the challenges we have. And we just pray for our grandkids. And it, it was a, an amazing comfort. Um, to be able to pray with these other grandparents and to know that they're praying for you. So there's a lot of um, comfort in just the fellowship. And with your eight grandchildren, you are, you, you take up a significant portion of that prayer now. <laughs> you know, we, it, it's funny, Ro, the average, I just saw these statistics, the average number of grandkids among grandparents is four. And, um, we have eight, but there are a lot of people in our church, and maybe this is Christians, that, uh, you know, they've got like 18, 19, 20 grandkids and stuff, and uh, God love them. They just, they are so happy, and uh, 
just seemed at, you know, at peace when never stressed. I come from a family of 24 cousins, which means my grandma's okay. sample had 25 grandchildren. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. It amen. seems like it's a thing in the past kind of, but that's yes. great. Steve Bradford from Legacy Coalition at LegacyCoalition.com, connecting grandparents and grandchildren for that generational link to carry on the message of Jesus Christ. Steve, thank you very much for joining us. Hey, Rule, it's great to talk to you again. God bless you and uh, this uh, ministry that you've got. And uh, God just bless pastors, churches, and grandparents all over. Next week, I start a series of podcasts with Nancy Fitzgerald, founder of Anchors Away Ministries that teaches Christian worldview to teenagers. If you have any questions about our podcast, would like to be a guest, or would like to become a sponsor, please email us at podcasts at thepastorsvoice.net. Please also consider supporting this ministry by using the support the show link. I am Rule Sample. Thank you for listening.